Now it's time for a breakdown. You're listening to Gap to Gap, brought to you by The Breakdown. Three, two. Pebbles drill deep to left field. Going back choice. Looking up. See ya. 3,000. History with an exclamation point. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Swing and a drive to deep right, away back, goal! Jason Giambi has done it! Hello, hello, hello. What's up? It's Tommy. Episode number 68. We're locked, we're loaded. Actually, not we. I am locked. I am loaded. The wind is out of my sails because the Indians are out, but my good friend, Seven, it is just as high as ever. He's actually uh, fully torqued right now. He's uh, in the middle of game number four uh, as, as the Yankees currently have a four to one lead in the bottom of the seventh. Um, so he's not with me today. We kind of had some scheduling conflicts. We're both going out of town this weekend, but it's the playoffs. There's no way that we could just let a week go by right now of all times and and not put out an episode so it was it was a situation where earlier in the week we're like all right let's shoot for monday recording and and let's get this thing out let's let's rock it and roll it and uh then i had some stuff come up on monday and it's like okay you know what hey it's early in the week we'll push to tuesday and and i'll just you know i'll channel or I'll, i'll put my indians rant on the shelf you won congrats my friend uh we'll do tuesday and Tuesday rolls around, and I had some work stuff come up. I'm like, shit, buddy, can we do Wednesday? And he was like, yeah, we can do Wednesday, no problem. And I'm like, all right, that's why you're my friend. That's why you're my boy. That's why we, we rocked this, rocked, have rocked and rolled this thing 67 times. And then Wednesday rolls around. And he's like, hey, Tommy, uh, I had some shit come up. Can we do Thursday? How's 9 o'clock sound? And I'm And we're both like, yeah let's rock it and roll it here we go and i think we didn't think about it i think we just said hey when's the next what's the next day on the calendar what's late enough that we're both going to be free not realizing that he would be in the middle of a must win game four against a, a pretty good raise team so let's recap everything. Let, let, let me recap to you everything that we've gone through to get to this point. To, to get us here. How did we get here? How did we get in a situation where I'm at home crying and Seven is now sweating it through? How did we get here? We'll start in the National League. Because I'm trying to delay my sorrow as much as possible. Dodgers take the Brewers in straight sets, 2-0. Kind of like we thought. I, I, we didn't really expect any drama, and there wasn't. Kershaw was great. Um, nothing really much to say there. 
the 3-6 matchup. Marlins beating the Cubs pretty handily. 2-0. And it was a situation that me and Seven, we kind of joked about seeing coming. And then all of a sudden it did. And we're like, oh, wow, okay, the Marlins are, are kind of for real. Um, straight sets there. Atlanta sweeps the Reds 2-0. And the Reds didn't score. The Reds now have a playoff drought of 28 innings without a run. And we'll get to the drought in the American League that's significant when we get over that over to that side of the bracket. But the Cincinnati Reds not scoring for 28 straight innings, 21 straight innings this year alone is kind of upsetting. It's kind of disheartening when you really think about it. That this the game one went 13 innings and the Reds couldn't score and then they and they lose a one nothing game. It was, it was pretty winnable. And then they lose five nothing in game two and, and it's, hey thanks for coming out. Um and man it just if you're if you're a Reds fan, you gotta wonder this offense down the stretch looked like it was heating up and looked like it was gonna be something to 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 give the Braves a handful. And, and next thing you know, you look up and you haven't scored in 22 innings. You haven't scored in the last 28 innings that you've been in the postseason. And that, especially. When you get a a literally one of a kind pitching performance out of Trevor Bauer, that's gotta hurt. Bauer in Game One. It, it, I mean, if there was any doubt for the NL Cy Young, Bauer removed it. He finishes his line with twelve punches. Zero walks and gave up less than two hits. The first time such a line has ever been achieved in the postseason. And then walks off the mound with the tomahawk chop in the, in the fashion that only Trevor Bauer can truly pull off. Freddie Freeman said, yeah, we noticed everything he did. That's fine. He had a great performance. He can do whatever he wants when he strikes out 12 over 7 and 2 thirds. It doesn't bother us. I'm just glad we got the win. And that is is two sides of today's MLB. Number one, you have the traditionalists of Freddie Freeman, who, you know, it is what it is. We got the W. Shove it. Versus Trevor Bauer, who goes out has a personal performance that is, again, literally never been done. And he hits the tomahawk chop going off the mound. And honestly, that's pretty fucking cool. I digged it. I digged the whole thing. Um, Man. Just looking at those two zeros for the Reds. That that stinks. All right, last series in the National League. The only series in the National League to go three games. 
San Diego tops St. Louis in three games. Cardinals won game one, seven, four, and they looked pretty good doing it. And it looked to be a situation where like, whoa, maybe this Padres team isn't what we thought they were. And then in game two, the pods come out, they throw up 11 runs. They say, no, you guys just sit tight. We know what we're doing here. And then a, a awesome game three goes for nothing. And um, 26 pitchers over 27 innings by the Padres um, without, without Mike Clevenger. I mean, this was the ultimate team effort, and it's why they're my World Series pick, and it's why I continue to double down on that World Series pick. Because I think this is a good team that I think this team's going to win the World Series. And I, I really don't have a leg to stand on right now because the Dodgers are up 2 nothing in that series. And you could definitely make the argument after Game 2 last night, especially right now considering the Dodgers are up one nothing in the second inning as we sit right now. Um, so that's a take that's going to age poorly, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with with how that how that pick is going to end up. But man, this Padres team is building something special, and I'm I'm interested to see how they are when we get back to 162 next year. A good series for them. Uh, again, Austin Adams gets the win in game. In game three, they beat they beat the Cardinals four nothing. They advance. American League. I mean, Tampa versus Toronto. Game one goes three one. Game two, eight two. Snell dazzles in game one. Glasnow comes out, does his job in game two. Straight sets. Thanks for coming out. We'll get to the New York Cleveland series. The only series in the American League to go three games was A's and White Sox. And I'll be honest about it. As somebody that was really high on Oakland, this team worried me. Three close games, which, boy, you can't ask for more in the playoffs. 4-1 Chicago in game one, 5-3 Oakland, 6-4 Oakland in games two and three, respectively. Oakland in this series looked damn good. And they looked like a team that wouldn't give up. They looked like a team that would be able to battle. They looked like a team that had the gall to go beyond the ALDS, as we saw this afternoon of the day of recording. Uh, Houston knocks off Oakland in four. We'll get to that later in the program. Um, not much really to say about this one. Oakland wins it in three close games. A great series. Oakland looked good at this point. All right. I've waited long enough. We're 11 minutes into this thing now. Almost 12. And... Now we get to Yankees-Indians. I'm so glad that Seven's not on the show. I'm so glad that I'm just sitting here looking at my computer screen, talking to a microphone versus talking to a Yankees fan that could 
probably let me have it a good amount. Game 1, 12-3 Yankees. Shane Bieber just got absolutely pumped. Absolutely pumped. From four pitches into his game, into his outing, the top of the first, you knew this game was done. Done. Because in game one, it was really simple. Single, bomb. And guess what? The Indians weren't responding from there. They just weren't responding from there. It doesn't matter that DJ LeMahieu singled and then um, Aaron Judge sent a ball that, that, that went halfway to Akron. It doesn't matter. Because the Indians just weren't going to hit on this given night. Because Garrett Cole, just like we talked about Trevor Bauer's Game 1 performance, Garrett Cole's was, I think, just as impressive. Seven innings, six hits, two earned, struck out 13. I mean, Josh Naylor... The Indians ended this game with eight hits. Josh Naylor had four of them. And I know I talked on this podcast that I think Josh Naylor was a good pickup for the Indians at the deadline. And I know I talked on this podcast that I think the Indians made the right move by by moving Clevenger and, and putting themselves in the position they did for this postseason. I know I talked about all that. But you cannot go out in the biggest game of your year, if you're Shane Bieber, and and, and you got people claiming that you're you deserve MVP attention, you cannot go out and lay a fucking egg on the in the biggest start of your career. You just can't do it. Just can't do it. And then game two. Game two is one of those games that in the regular season you're okay with losing because you drew positives from it. There is ways to 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 be okay with what just happened. But in the postseason, let's say this game, this series wasn't a, a three gamer. Let's say it was. Let's say it was a seven gamer, and the Yankees took game two in in the exact way that game two happened. The Indians get swept. If this thing were to go seven, it still would have been a sweep. Or I'm sorry, a seven be a seven game series. It still would have been a sweep because this is was was the type of game that just takes the wind out of your sails. Indians jump out to a 4-0 lead in the bottom of the first inning. And it stayed that way till the top of the fourth. Or, I'm sorry, the Yankees got one in the, in the top of the second. It was 4-1 till the top of the fourth. When former Indian Giovanni Urshela, seven's birthday triplet, hits a ball a casual 432 feet. Off of James Karinchak, arguably the Indians' best reliever. And absolutely 
deflates the Cleveland Indians. The Indians rallied back. They were able to tie it at six in the fifth, tie it at seven, or tie it at eight, I'm sorry, in the seventh, take the lead nine to eight in the eighth. And then you turn to the guy, again, supposedly your second best reliever in Brad Hand. And Brad Hand exited this game after two-thirds. And my guy was lucky to get an out. If I remember correctly, and I'm going to look up the plays as as I'm talking through it. So he, he struck out Aaron Hicks on three pitches. And boy, oh boy, I was feeling real good. Or I'm sorry. I take that back. I, I, I was reading the order of these events wrong. Stanton walks on four pitches. Or Shellis. So yeah, I was never feeling good. I take it back. I, 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 I retract my feelings because they were bad. Stanton walks on five pitches. They pinch run Tauchman. Urshela singles on an 0-2 pitch. Glaber Torres singles on a 3-2 pitch on a ball that went back to Brad Hand and inexplicably bounces off of his glove. A potential double play ball goes by the boards, and just like that, the bases are loaded with nobody out. Thank goodness Brett Gardner strikes out on a full count. Next thing you know, Gary Sanchez, 1-1 count, center or sack fly to center, and just like that, it's 9-9. Then DJ LeMayhew on an 0-2 pitch, singles to center. The Shields, I I don't know, he, he slips I, again for the second time that night. Another run scores, it's 10-9. Judge walks on a full count. Hicks strikes out to end the inning. And just like that, the Indians' wind is thoroughly out of the sails. And then in the bottom of the ninth, Frondmiel strikes out. Luplo grounds out. Mercado strikes out but reaches. And then Hedges strikes out. Thanks for coming out, Indians. In a seven-game series, that's still going to turn into a sweep. Because it's one of those games that takes the wind out of your sails and you're not catching a breeze anytime soon. Plain and simple. And I got my thoughts on the Indians and I'm, and I'm going to wait till, till 7 comes back to, to really uncork them. To really just dig my fingers in there and, and let everybody know how I feel about the Indians right now. Plain and simple, the Indians aren't, weren't good enough. We're not good enough. And when you bank on the pitching, and again, you're going to get an extended version of this rant probably next week or two weeks, whenever the offseason hits, whether or whenever we decide to dive into this because there's not more pressing matters. Um, there's When you bank your team on pitching, you cannot have that pitching come up flat. When it matters most. All right, let's get to the ALDSs and NLD and NLDSs. Let's start with the ones that are done. Uh, Houston takes now. Oh, I'm sorry, I never even got to Houston, uh, uh, Houston, Minnesota in the first round. Uh, because I had some thoughts here. Houston 
takes down Minnesota in straight sets, 4-1 and 3-1. Um, Minnesota's just not good in the playoffs. 18 straight losses for the Minnesota Twins in postseason play. And you cannot come hooping and hollering and wearing bathrobes and not win a playoff game. And again, this is coming from a guy that is a fan of a team that did not win a playoff game. But we didn't do it like that. You could say we looked uglier, and, and I wouldn't fight you. But we didn't come hooping and hollering and, and saying that the Indians are going to... Well, I, I, I picked the Indians to go to the World Series, so maybe I'm... Maybe we, I hooped. In it. I may have hooped. I don't know if I hollered. I may have hooped. But we weren't wearing bathrobes. And we haven't lost 18 straight. The Indians have, have not looked good in the postseason. But we have not lost 18 straight games. That is for certain. And then for Houston, when Houston has had the year they've had, I don't know if you can genuinely come in and act the way Houston acts. We know what the Houston Astros are. We know they're a good team. They We knew it was going to be a matter of time before they figured this thing out. Just plain and simple. The averages were down and we wanted to crown. Uh, the, 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 it's all in the cheating. It's all it was was the cheating. And, and, and as soon as uh, you get some real talent around these guys, they're going to fold even further. It's not how this game works, you guys. Good players still make good plays. Okay, just letting you in on a little secret here. Good players still make good plays. Carlos Correa, Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman, George Springer. They're all damn good players. There is a reason that they were in the situation they're in, trash cans or not. They are really, really, really good. Carlos Correa hit one 427 feet today. And he hit it hard, and it got out in a hurry. You don't need a trash can to do that. And... The problem with that is Carlos Correa coming out and saying, I'll find the exact quote, but it was to the effect of, well, we showed we could do it without the trash cans. What do you guys, what do you guys want to say now? Well, I mean, I quote, I know a lot of people are mad. I know a lot of people don't want us to see us here. Don't want to see us here. But what are they going to say now? We're a solid team. We played great baseball. We won a series on the road in Minnesota. So what are they going to say now? Well, Carlos, we're going to say that you still cheated. We're going to say that your World Series title probably is invalid. And we're going to say that you guys are a bunch of cheaters. I'm not going to discredit what they did against Minnesota. They played well. 
And they played well against Oakland, and they beat Oakland. They beat Oakland soundly in four games. It was four games, but but I, I don't think there was really ever any doubt. And I'm going to come up, kind of combine the two, the two Houston series here. is Houston-Minnesota and then Houston-Oakland. Houston hits a lot of home runs. They're good hitters. It is what they do. It is how they've built this team to be successful. Nobody is telling Carlos Correa that the Astros aren't good. We never doubted that. What we said was that you cheated. And guess what? You did. So we're so what are we going to say now? We're still going to say you cheated. But now we can tip your hat, tip our hat and say, "Yeah. You might be the best team in baseball." You might not have been in 17, but you're showing that you got some juice now. So I, I can tip my hat to you. I don't know what Seven's going to have to say about that. I'm really, I'm really interested to hear his thoughts next week. Um, but realistically, they're a damn good team. That's why they pumped Oakland 3-1, 10-5, 5-2. They lost 9-7, and they won today 11-6. They're a complete unit. It's what they do. Now, the question is, can they keep doing it? How are they going to fare against the winner of this Tampa Bay New York series? How are they going to fare when they play, if they play, whoever comes out of the National League, should they make it that far? How are they going to do when there's fans in the ballpark in the World Series? Because that's a big deal. There's a lot of stuff going on here. There's a lot to unpack. We're going to have to dive into it next week when Seven gets back. But boy, how how can you be so ignorant as Carlos Correa? It is what it is. Um, the other series that's concluded is Marlins and Braves. The Marlins, for the first time in franchise history, lose a playoff series. They lose it in straight sets to Atlanta, 9-5, 2-0, and 7-0. And I got to be honest, I know Seven is upset about it because he threw a flyer on the Marlins. But I really wanted to see this Marlins team go deep. The Braves are good. The Braves can can, can really... I, I think whether it's the Dodgers or the Padres, which right now it's looking like it's going to be the Dodgers, even though the Padres have taken a 2-1 lead at this point uh, of recording... they're still down 2-0 in the series and they're still going to have an uphill climb regardless of who comes out of that series. I think the Braves are a team that is well-structured enough. They're balanced with pitching and hitting and they're balanced with a bullpen that, that, that isn't going to lose you games. Um, and they've shown they can win close ones, winning 2-0 in game two, winning a 13-inning game in, in back in the wild card round. This is a team that, that has shown they, that they have what it takes to go deep. The question is, can they continue it? Period. Can they continue it? Um, we'll go to that. We'll go to that Dodgers. Uh, Dodgers Padres series. It's two zero right now. So much drama after that. Um, that that game two finish, as the Dodgers pulled it out six five because Bellinger scaling the wall. 
to 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 make an amazing play to keep this thing 6-5. And I think that play uh, uh Cody Bellinger uh robbing Fernando Tatis in the 7th is the kind of play that you look back on and say we won the World Series at that moment. That was the kind of moment that we knew this team is going to be special. This team's not going to lose when it matters most. And I'm interested to see, number one, how game three turns out. Like I said, we're in the third right now, and it's 2-1 Padres, but obviously still a ton of time left in that one. Um, but... The fact of the matter is, this is what the postseason's about. You got two teams swagging out. You got Machado throwing bats to the moon. You got Bellinger making great plays. Um, man, this I just love this. This is this is what makes good postseason baseball. And the question is, when it comes back to it. And it comes to if the Dodgers can't win tonight and it goes to a game four. Um, and, and, or a, a game four and then potentially a game five. Kershaw was the winner last night in game two. Dustin May was the winner in game one. Who do you turn around for game four or game five? Obviously, the team's not really releasing their starters yet. It's it's all going to be dependent on how this goes. I am so interested to see how this series turns out. And it could be over by the time you're reading this. Or listening to this, I'm sorry. But this is this is the best series, I think. It's This is what is good about baseball right now, is this series. Yankees and, and, and Rays. Rays have really... Uh, it's just been such a fun series to watch. Yankees won game one as on the strength of a Giancarlo Stanton bomb. Um, game two, the Rays took. Game three, the Rays took. And now the Yankees, uh, seven. I'll knock on wood for you. It's 5-1 in the bottom of the eighth right now and as the Yankees have extended their lead. And with uh, Aaron Judge at the plate and a 3-1 count, it looks like they're in position to potentially extend that lead even further as judge just walked so it, so a pot- potential or um as i'm sorry it was hicks at the pl- hicks on deck not uh stanton but regardless and, and it was judge it was a fielding error wow uh sorry i'm i'm reading the game cast as we go um so Looks like the Yankees got a big chance to extend that thing even further and, and put that thing to rest in the ninth. We might even get a live reaction from seven if I uh, continue to talk long enough. Um, but that game's in the eighth. So the Yankees look like they're going to get that thing to a game five. And that's pretty cool. That is going to be fun tomorrow night. Who will it be? I mean, it's got to be Cole and Snell again, don't you think? On short rest. 
gonna be interesting to see which which way those guys go. Gonna be really interesting to see which way those managers go to see who takes a, a winner take all game five again. Should it get there? It's one of those things that I, I again Indians fan talking Indians fan that lost to the Yankees. I feel like the Yankees are the better team in this matchup, but I feel like the Rays have just been better when it's mattered most. And again, it's it's one of those things I, I, I'm gonna need Seven's take on it. Um, but I, in a winner take all game five, I, I I would lean to the Yankees. I would lean to the Yankees, and I'm really interested to see how the end of this thing goes. Um, I want to continue talking about this throughout this Aaron Hicks at bat, so. Because I just want to, I want to put a a, a a bow on this on this series talk. Either way, the Rays have such good pitching, but the Yankees, and and it's something that I saw against the Indians, is the the the, the Yankees hitters have an unbelievable ability to just. Be clutch when it matters most. Hicks flies out to right field to end the eighth. So ninth inning we go there. Uh, the Rays will have Hesop Choi, Manuel Margot, and uh, Mike Brousseau up to uh, potentially avoid a game five. But it looks like all signs are saying game five in that series. So, I mean... What, what more is there to say? The only thing is that there is to say, I, I guess, is going into uh, the NL, NLCS and the World Series, which are both going to be in Arlington, there's going to be fans in Dallas where there's a hell of a lot of COVID. Also, can we not, or are we going to just ignore the fact that the National League has a distinct advantage? The National League in the World Series is gonna have is gonna come into game one already have played at least four games in front of a crowd. The American League won't have that. The American League, should this plan get approved, will go from stagnant backgrounds with minimal crowd noise to moving moving backgrounds with real noise. Whereas at least in the National League, both teams are going to go in on the same foot where this is our first game, this is our second game, this is our third game with a crowd. And say what you want, as the Dodgers have, t- have taken a 3-2 to two lead in the third inning of that game. Say what you want about um, the crowd's impact, but the crowd definitely has an impact. And we've heard... Players say, I miss it. It's going to take time to get used to. It's going to blah, blah, blah. But, man, oh, man, I don't understand how baseball could do this. I under, I, I can't understand. It's money, and that's what it comes down to. But I don't understand how baseball could make clearly rules that benefit one side or the other. And this is very clearly something 
that benefits one side, the National League, more than the other side, the American League. And to me, that just rubs me the wrong way. It just does. Chapman on for the ninth. Um, I'm not going to stay on for this whole for this whole uh, ninth inning. But I'm going to wrap up the show on this. I was wrong about the Indians. I'm, I'm wrong about a lot of stuff. I was wrong about this postseason format. It is fucking awesome. And I have never been happier to have been wrong. I want this or something like this to stick for years to come because give me that Wednesday where there's eight playoff games. Give me three game series where upsets can happen. Give me baseball in its purest postseason form because that wild card, excuse me, that wild card round was absolutely fucking electric and I wouldn't change it for anything. I, I, I It stinks that the Indians lost what would have been, uh, oh, in the old format, they would have been in the ALDS under the, the modified format that, that we've been playing under since 2013. They would have at least had a one-game shootout with, with the Yankees. You saw how well that went in Game 1. So, in that sense, the Indians... My perspective as a fan of, of of my team didn't change, but I had such a a great respect for how this thing went and how pitching was deployed and and how how the game was managed as a whole. Um, I, I I thoroughly 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 enjoyed this year of postseason baseball. Probably the most I've enjoyed it since 2016 when my team made the World Series. I really want Seven's take on that, so we'll dive into it next week. But I did want to get that thought out on the airwaves um, but, uh, as quickly as I could. And, and the next time that I got on uh, after, we didn't know what it would look like. So, um, Seven, can't wait to see you back next week. Hopefully we'll be celebrating. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say hopefully because... I don't really like the Yankees, but hopefully for you, we'll be celebrating a Yankees birth in the ALCS. Hopefully, uh, it'll be they'll be up on the Astros because because that's what I want. <laughs> Until then, thanks for listening. Hopefully, I didn't bore you. Thanks for tuning in, um, even though Seven wasn't here today. I really appreciate you guys. Really appreciate you guys all for listening. Follow uh, break at breakdown underscore sports on the old Twitter machine. You can find me at tkos. TKRSLE8. He's a real seven Costanza. Thank you guys so much for listening. Till next time. Um, enjoy the playoffs, man. This is this is awesome. See ya. The pain is gone. I'm putting on my face to cover up my eyes. I'm tripping in my ride.